Hello, this is Jude from NewsRoundly.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 19th of September. Three people have been sent to police remand for seven days after protests over allegations that a woman student at the Chandigarh University had leaked objectionable videos of her hostel mates. ANI reported. Meanwhile, Sandeep Sharma, the advocate of an accused girl, told reporters that a boy was blackmailing his client. He added that the phones of the three accused persons will be sent for forensic examination. The lawyer said that two videos, one of the accused girl and one of some other girl, were found on the phones. Earlier today, students at a private university in Punjab's Karua ended their protest, which erupted after allegations that a hosteller recorded objectionable videos of several women. After a preliminary investigation, the Himachal Pradesh police arrested a woman student, a 23-year-old man stated to be a boyfriend, and detained another 31-year-old man in connection with the case. The accused student was arrested and charged under Indian Penal Code Section 354C, Voyeurism, and Section 66E, Punishment for Violation of Privacy of the Information Technology Act, NDTV reported. Meanwhile, Punjab's Additional Director General of Police, Gurpreet Deo, told reporters that the student appeared to have shared a video of herself with a youth and there was no objectionable video of any other student. The university administration also said that a claim that 60 objectionable videos have been found is false and baseless. The police also debunked the rumours that some students attempted suicide. According to PTI, the students, however, demanded an apology from the police and district administration for calling the objectionable videos as rumours. The students raised questions over the university administration's remark without even a forensic report. Many students accused the university authorities of suppressing facts. Some students claimed that the videos were leaked and that the accused woman had admitted she had made the videos. Raising questions about hostel wardens, the students demanded that a copy of the FIR be handed to them and the women students who were taken to hospital be produced before them. Deputy Inspector General of Police, GPS Buller, and Deputy Commissioner Amit Talwar told the protesters that a special investigation team headed by a senior woman IPS officer will be formed for an in-depth investigation. The protest ended after the district and university administrations assured the students that their demands for a fair trobe will be met. It ended at around 2 a.m. and by 3.30, the students vacated the protest site. Today, a Mumbai court extended the judicial custody of Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut by 14 days in a money laundering case related to the redevelopment of a tenement building, Bar and Bench reported. The Rajya Sabha MP was arrested on July 31st after the ED searched his house in Mumbai. The court has extended his judicial custody on three occasions since his arrest. The 60-year-old was arrested over alleged financial irregularities in the redevelopment of the Patra Chol in suburban Goregaon. After being in the ED's custody initially, the Sena leader was sent to judicial custody for 14 days on August 8th. On August 22nd, Special Judge M.G. Deshpande extended Raut's custody till September 5th, which was further extended till September 19th. The Central Agency has alleged that Raut and his aides made fraudulent financial transactions worth 1,034 crore rupees, which were linked to the redevelopment of a chawl, a building consisting of several tenements in Mumbai. While opposing Raut's bail application on September 16th, the ED had said that he is an influential and powerful person. It said, and I quote, If released on bail, he may influence and tamper with evidence. There are instances of him threatening witnesses. Unquote. Along with Raut, the ED had accused his wife and construction company Housing Development and Infrastructure Limited promoter Rakesh Wadwan of fraudulently raising money for the project to siphon off the amount 
with no intention of completing the project. The money was allegedly used by Raut to purchase properties in the Dadar area in Mumbai and Kihim in Alibag, alleged the ED. Raut has denied any wrongdoing and called the ED case against him false. The Enforcement Directorate has summoned Ahmadmi Party senior leader and Rajinder Nagar MLA Durgesh Pathak in the Delhi Liquor Policy Probe, Indian Express reported. Durgesh Pathak has been associated with the Ahmadmi Party since its formation at Delhi's Ram Leela ground in 2012. He won the Rajinder Nagar by poll 3 months ago. He is also the party's in charge for the MCD polls. Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sodia took to Twitter saying and I quote, "What has our MCD in charge has to do with Delhi government's liquor policy?" is their target liquor policy or mcd elections unquote before durgesh our leader satyendra jain manish sodia and amanatullah khan was summoned by the ed in connection with the alleged delhi liquor policy scam meanwhile at the aam aadmi party's first jan pratinidhi sammelan aap national convener and delhi chief minister arvind kejriwal said that the bjp was trying to topple the aap government by using the cbi ed he said and i quote like lord krishna God has sent up to save constitution and fight for the country unquote kejriwal asked all 1500 representatives who came from across the country to attend the conference to be ready to go to jail at the jan pratinidhi sammelan on sunday kejriwal claimed that hiren joshi officer on special duty communications and it in the pmo warned owners and editors of tv channels against covering the amadmi party while the pmo is yet to respond to the allegations several channels and newspapers covered the event but chose to give the remarks a miss go to newslaundry.com and read our recent media short titled which media outlets skipped kejriwal's comment on media pressure through pmo official while you're there do watch the recent tv newsense where manisha reviews the coverage of prime minister modi's participation in the shanghai cooperation organization summit violence in bengal during a bjp rally and uttar pradesh chief minister adityanath's madrasa survey and see how the narratives seem to align with an agenda recently exposed by anil yadav a former news nation reporter we are able to bring such shows reports podcasts videos interviews and a lot more because of you we don't depend on advertisements from corporations or governments for funds we depend on our subscribers who keep us going please go to newslaundry.com and click the red subscription button on the top right corner we need your support your listeners to continue what we do subscription is as low as rupees 300 a month pay to keep news free Today a court in Delhi stayed the trial court and bail proceedings in the money laundering case against Ahmadbi party leader Satyendra Jain ANI reported the court issued a notice to all the accused as the ED demanded that both the proceedings be shifted from a special court the court has fixed the matter for September 30th for a detailed hearing the court has been hearing arguments on the bail petitions of Mr Jain and the other two co-accused Ankush Jain and Vaibhav Jain and the hearing was in its final stage all three persons are currently in judicial custody Senior advocate N Hariharan appearing for Satyendra Jain expressed his displeasure he said in a quote it's really unfair totally uncalled for they are preempting things we'll oppose it tooth and nail unquote Satyendra Jain was arrested by the ED based on a CBI FIR lodged against him in 2017 under which he was accused of having laundered money through four companies allegedly linked to him The court recently took cognizance of the prosecution complaint filed by the ED against Mr Jain, his wife and eight others, including four firms in connection with the money laundering case. The ED on June 6th claimed to have seized 2.85 crore rupees in cash and 133 gold coins weighing 1.80 kg from Mr Jain's aides during his day-long raids across the national capital region. 
During these raids, the agency said it also seized various incriminating documents and digital records. The Indian High Commission in the United Kingdom on Monday said that it has sought immediate action from the authorities on the violence in Leicester between Hindus and Muslims. However, while criticizing the violence, the High Commission only mentioned the vandalization of premises and symbols of Hindu religion, even though videos on social media showed that the Muslim community had also been attacked, the Mint reported. Fifteen people were arrested in UK's East Leicester on Sunday after a clash erupted when groups of young men began an unplanned protest, the Leicestershire police said in a statement. Tensions erupted in the British city following an India and Pakistan cricket match on August 28th. A flare-up was also reported on September 17th between Hindus and Muslims after an unauthorized protest march was held in the city. On 19th September, the police further said that no further reports of disorder have been reported. They also told the locals to call on 101 to report such incidents in East Leicester. On Sunday, the Leicestershire police said that they received information about a gathering of young men in the city's North Evington area. Videos shared on social media showed the police attempting to hold back two crowds as glass bottles were thrown. Some people were also seen carrying sticks and batons. Meanwhile, 15 more persons were arrested in Leicester on Sunday following the unrest. So far, a total of 27 persons have been arrested after a series of disturbances, the police said. Leaders of the Hindu and Jain temples in the city said they were working with the police to find out more about Saturday's unauthorized march, the Guardian reported. Ever since the death of a 22-year-old woman, Masa Amini, allegedly in police custody for not wearing a hijab properly in Iran's capital Tehran. There have been widespread protests on the street with women cutting their hair and posting their videos on social media, Indian Express reported. Masa Amini was arrested by the Iran police as her hijab wasn't completely covering her hair. According to Reuters, she died on Friday, 16 September, after following into a coma following a detention in Tehran. The police rejected social media rumour that she was beaten, but instead said, she fell ill while waiting with other detained women. To oppose the repression, Iranian women have come up with new ways of protest. Masi Alinajad, an Iranian journalist, shared a compilation video of many women cutting their hair. It has received more than 4 million views. She captured the video that read, and I quote, Iranian women show their anger by cutting their hair and burning their hijab to protest against the killing of Masa Amini by hijab police. From the age of seven, if we don't cover our hair, we won't be able to go to school or get a job. We are fed up with this gender apartheid regime. Unquote. Under Iran's Sharia, Islamic law, imposed after the 1979 revolution, women are obliged to cover their hair, wear long, loose-fitting clothes to disguise their figures. Violators face public rebuke, fines or arrest. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel 